0: morning, good afternoon, good evening to all our lovely listeners and maybe a few subscribers if I'm lucky. Uh, welcome to another Novus podcast and I feel like I'm in Novus client royalty this morning because uh, I have a very lovely gentleman with me who I've not seen for a little while. I'd like to welcome Mr Guy Dunstan of the NEC.
1: Great to see you Laura.
0: It's and been a long you. While. It has, it's been too long. Yeah. It's, I would say it's been well over Thirteen months. Well, I think
1: yeah, March last year. I think when we were together on a and Friday I've night in the arena.
0: I've missed it. Have you missed that buzz of of events?
1: I have, and actually, over the last three or four weeks, I've uh, been able to get to uh, to Villa Park to uh, watch a couple of games there. With uh, exactly. and then I've I've been at uh, I've just been at two of the uh, three bit days at Edgebaston for the uh, for the test match. You know, and that actually eighteen thousand at uh, each day at Edgebaston. And it really did give me that buzz oh, and nice. that uh, that sense of what we've all missed uh, for yeah. so long. A tinge of a, a lump in the throat, I think, when uh, when when, you know, when the first uh, uh, sort of ball was uh, bowled and uh, when, uh, when the team came sponge. out on the pitch at Phillip Park. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what we've, we've all been so used to. And, you know, you, you can take for granted. And then when it's mm-hmm. been taken away from us all, yeah, it really does uh, make you realise how much value it gives to so many people. And from me, from a business perspective, clearly it's absolutely uh, uh, vital that we are we enab- were allowed to get back to putting events on. And uh, you know, the, the, what we're seeing is a real, a real pent up demand. People do want to get back to watching events. We survey our customers regularly. As an industry, we've done a, a, a really wide survey. There are twenty seven thousand people who uh, responded to a survey across the oh, UK wow. uh, from all the databases at venues, arenas, ticketing companies. And wholeheartedly you know, massively positive about people wanting to get back to arenas and to music and to festivals as soon as it's safe to do so so we know that when we get back to putting business on the customers will be there and as I saw at the weekend you know people very quickly get back into the uh, the behaviors and the, uh, and the and the joy of <laughs> yeah. watching events and uh, yeah, yeah you, know, you didn't see anything's uh, sort of uh, affecting the way they were enjoying the cricket although Way England played. It was quite difficult to watch the uh, yes. <laughs> to watch watch us lose. But yeah, it was great to see people just having a great time in the in the stadium.
0: It's very reassuring when those pilots have done what they're supposed to do, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it was it's really sort of demonstrated what we've been telling them for so long. And we're fortunate in that Paul Tandy, the chief executive of the NEC Group, is on the board of the ERP, so we have a voice from the industry Excellent. who knows our business and uh, is able to represent us on that uh, on that board. I'm involved in uh, a couple of these DCMS groups, one on audience behavior and one on the, uh, the venues uh, uh, group. so it's a cross sector venues group as well. So we're able to input you know, what's really important to us at practical level, what will work at practical level, but also the reassurance about how we can mm-hmm. operate safely, as I said earlier. So yeah so, so you know, we, we've seen that come to fruition with the pilot events and the government having confidence to enable us to do the pilot events. And the data that's coming out of it is demonstrating what we've been saying is that we are Excellent. able to operate safely and compliantly with, uh, with all the different measures we can put in place.
0: So from a, um, the office perspective, I don't imagine you've been working from home very much at all.
1: No, it's, uh, yeah, it's starting to come in a little bit more now, but uh, yeah, spent most of the last 15 months working from home, so I've adapted <laughs> parts of the house to enable me to be able to work from home, so our spare room is now a, a, an, an office uh, I spent the first few months perched on the end of the kitchen because the, the, the spare room was a bit of a, it was my son's old bedroom before we uh, uh. had the house extended and uh, yeah, never really geared up to be a working environment. But anyway, yeah, so we've done that. And the, the great thing actually over that, over that period is demonstrating how we can work now using technology and still be able to work together effectively. You know, and yeah. I have daily catch-ups with my team. We have uh, two senior management meetings a week on Microsoft Teams. So we're able to still interact, still get things done, see people's faces and be able to uh, get things yeah, done face-to-face because okay. you really want to be able to see people day-to-day. That's what I've really missed, being yeah. in an office environment, being in and around people, bouncing yeah. things off people. Yeah. So we've been able to get by, but nothing beats being in and around people within the yeah. office. So we've done a bit more of that over the last, uh, as we've been allowed to over the last yes. few weeks. And you just see people respond to being... Yeah, in get that environment together, yeah. much much yeah. more uh, than uh, than you yeah. do sitting on a video screen it looking at someone I, i'm a big believer in uh, you know every everyone who works in our business they're people that i place so much value and trust in but also so building the relationship with people is so important we've got a really strong talented team that you know, get and the passion and commitment they have for the business is there but you know i want to make sure that i know them as people yes. with, uh, uh, you know, so i can understand what they do outside of work yes. what they're drivers and motors are outside yeah. of work as well and that's the bit that actually when you're dealing on uh video calls and on teams you, you get you get very much into the sort of work mode yeah. that you say as you're going to grab a cup of tea yeah. you're walking back from a meeting you can have that informal sort of discussion yeah so, so yeah so it's been good to uh to see people and uh, yeah hopefully by the time we get to towards the end of the summer we'll be back in and uh and and yeah. operating from within the office environment.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you've obviously had to make quite a few changes within your company. Yeah. So you've you've had to kind of redevelop things and work in a different way. Do you like the new way of working or do you prefer the old way of working?
1: So yeah, we, we've looked at our business during the, the pandemic with no events going on and looked at p- processes that we need to uh, make more efficient. We've had to uh uh, review the uh, we've 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 had to look at uh, the systems and and the the infrastructure as well within the, within the business and you know what we're waiting for when we get that green light from the government is then what are the what is the guidance and what are the ways that we need to be able to work to be sort of compliant with the guidance yeah. and, and initiatives but we we have been looking at a number of uh areas that w- we will be operating differently when we come back to business than when we were when we, when we uh... We start That's back in March. I mean, the toughest thing for us has been, as any uh, business in our sector in the entertainment and events sector, is that it's had a significant impact on us uh, uh, from a, uh, a business and a financial perspective. Yeah. And we we had a really uh, tough period where we had to make a number of our staff redundant, uh, and, and 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 we had to restructure the business yeah. because yeah, we are a business that is reliant on revenue we've been a zero revenue business since March last year so so uh, that was a really because we lost a lot of people that through no fault of their own through no fault of the business but Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic uh, you know we had to reduce our headcount and Mm -hmm. to see so many experienced talented people who I value so much leave the business was really tough I can imagine so as we get back to event related business the arenas is a, a sector that once we are given that green light you know, the, the business is there. We've got yeah. a strong level of business uh, across uh, from, uh, across across both of our venues. That so we'll see a positive bounce back. So yeah, you know, there is a focus on you know, bringing people back into the business as that business starts building back up. Post- see what yeah. uh, what the next steps are from government, yeah. and then and then we will be focusing on hopefully being very busy in the autumn through till uh, through to 2022 with the Commonwealth Games as well on the horizon. Yes.
0: Yeah, and and that's that time is ticking now, it's, isn't yeah, it? It's
1: really. I mean. The timeline for the Commonwealth Games, you know, three four years ago, we won the bid, and that has flown yeah. by. So the next twelve months is going to absolutely fly by for us. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's an exciting time, not just for the business because we've we've got venues that are going to be at the heart of the Commonwealth Games, but for anyone living, working in the city in the region, yeah. it is so exciting. For yeah, us to be you know, having one of the biggest multi-event games on our on our patch,
0: literally, literally on the doorstep, yeah. literally. It does, every, every single time I think about the Commonwealth Games it gives me goosebumps because yep. just something quite magical about Commonwealth Games and Olympics and it kind of it brings communi- communities together doesn't it and yep. I think the fact that it is literally on our doorstep and we're all going to be so proud to have it here it's going to be really exciting Yeah,
1: I, I think you know, Birmingham and the West Midlands as a region we've got so much to shout about, so much to be proud of but we don't t- seem to get the focus and attention that other regions and areas no, get and this true. is a great opportunity yeah. for us to really show the world what we're all about.
0: yep definitely agree. If uh, if you were a um, Commonwealth Games athlete guy, what would your uh, specialism be? Oh, good question. <laughs> I've
1: always loved running. Uh, I've run a couple of marathons, yeah, you've run got lots the, and lots of half marathons and uh, absolutely love running, but as I'm getting a bit older, <laughs> uh my calf Seems to every time I get into uh, a, a sort of a, a back on track with my running, calf it causes me a problem. Oh, no. So, so I've taken. a so, but but running would definitely be the one I'd uh, I'd go for. I've taken over. Uh, sort of cycling has become now my predominant oh, activity okay. uh, for for fitness. And uh, bought a new bike last week actually. So uh, I was out on that last weekend. What uh, weapon
0: of choice have you gone for?
1: It's a specialised alley so it says it's entry level uh as a, as a bike but it's a jump up no, from what i had previously <laughs> and uh,
0: it felt, it felt, like, felt
1: like a ferrari compared to my old bike so when uh when i when i cycled it the uh, first ride out yeah i was a very very nice bike so i'm looking forward to i've got an uh-huh. 80 mile ride on friday which is an annual sort of social stroke a uh, bit okay. of a challenge ride on uh, on friday with some mates and i'm looking forward to giving it its full uh, I'll check it it's out fully when I'm out proper on proper maiden but yeah. fantastic. so somewhere between uh, cycling and uh, and and running would be my Commonwealth Games choice.
0: Uh, I had a vision of you doing a velodrome. Would you do a velodrome?
1: I've never been on a velodrome, <laughs> and uh, as part of the National Arenas Association, one of the venues does have a velodrome, and that's one of the two National Arenas Association meetings that I've missed in the last twelve years, which I was gutted about. Oh no! Uh, my daughter was in hospital that day for a day oh. operation, nothing okay. serious, but I had to i'll clearly be with her on yeah. that particular day uh so I, I did get uh feedback that a few of the other directors of the arenas uh got around there and be, me being very competitive anyone who knows me knows i'm you extremely competitive <laughs> i was gutted that i couldn't get out there and uh you know get the birmingham uh, torch out there and make sure that we were at the front of the uh, of the of the bike race i but, can uh, just
0: imagine it i yeah. could i could honestly just imagine it um you mentioned family there how are they yeah. all
1: yeah all really good uh obviously adapting and uh yeah, finding the different ways of uh, mm. dealing with the last 15 months. Yeah, my daughter Charlotte, she turned 18 in October last year, passed a driving test a few days before her 18th. We managed to get an 18th celebration of Excellent. sorts. There were restrictions oh, between, but it, but yeah. enabled us. We did get to a restaurant just with the, the four of us, uh, which, in some respects, the 18th birthday party she'd been planning and talking about for. 18 months before, which I think would have been carnage. So yeah. I think I got, a, I got away with that one. It was a I nice, civilized, uh, few cocktails dodged. in The Alchemist <laughs> and then uh, a meal in Gino De Campos. So we, we we managed to get through it quite uh. sensibly. Uh, but she's found her wings actually during lockdown because of her passing a driving test and oh, turning 18, nice. and she's an apprentice hairdresser. So she's uh, she's oh, doing fantastic. really well and has really grown up. And uh, yeah, we don't see much of her now. No. And then uh, and then Harry, yeah, he, he's uh, yeah, sort of at school still so he's mm. learnt to adapt to the way that schooling has changed over the last 12 months yeah. but yeah, this summer he's back on uh, on the cricket pitch playing cricket got a cricket game tonight so he's oh. still doing all his sporty yeah. things and whatever and, yeah, and Louise you know, she's just our rock and keeps us uh, all focused and uh, you know, makes sure everything's <laughs> working in the background because <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, she, she tells me for uh, yeah all the things, uh, all the unseen work that <laughs> makes sure everything's ticking over. Yeah. and Harry's got his cricket kit ready, and Charles got
0: yeah, the,
1: all that is just uh, the glue. Yeah, but that, yeah, so we oh, Well, that's we're really good. nice to yeah. hear.
0: Good, and yeah. no, um, no casualties. As in, you didn't want to throttle Harry or uh, no, or anything?
1: no, they're they're, they're, they're <laughs> as good as gold. There's yeah you know, we all have our moments, don't we? It's probably yeah, their throttle me. Is probably if Louise is sitting here, she'd probably say, tell you a yeah. lot more than uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's, they're, they're good. I mean, the toughest thing has been, I think, for any of us, has been not being able to see the uh, the wider family and uh, and uh, and have those those times like at Christmas and mm. uh, and, and birthdays and milestone events. But uh, I've got something arranged on Friday for the. Uh, england scotland euros match oh, it, nice. my, my mom's scottish so uh oh, God. so it's england scotland so we've got a bit of uh, i've been on amazon buying uh england and scotland flags <laughs> and bunting. <laughs> we been born in solihull whilst i'm half scottish i'm very english in terms of uh i was born and brought up in england but i'm uh, sort of nodding uh to the uh, scottish part of the family as well so we're gonna have an england scotland theme day on friday and that's the first oh, time fantastic. we'll have had a bit of social time with um with my mother and my sister and Oh, my um, sister's great. family so uh, yeah so looking forward to that
0: oh week. that sounds brilliant i actually didn't realize that you and chris have something else in common that your mums are both scottish so we, we well, didn't realize chris's is... yeah <laughs> okay yeah, yeah all of yeah the majority of chris's family are all,
1: ah right are okay all scottish.
0: Yeah. um and i just thought we uh she came over and we had uh england versus scotland rugby right was on the telly so she was didn't have a clue bless her what was going on but um still flying the Scottish flag and uh, we were saying the same that will be happening on uh, this coming Friday and and today. But, um, yes, that's right.
1: Yep. And actually Harry, my son's become more of a Scotland fan than an England fan so he is <laughs> because uh, for football and family related mm. reasons but in 1978 Scotland qualified for the World Cup and England didn't and I spent the six weeks on a holiday up in Scotland with my brother and my sister okay. uh, staying at my grandparents and there's a picture that I was showing one or two people at the weekend of me in Scotland World <laughs> Cup kit in 1978. So I can't criticise Harry No, no,
0: not uh, at I've all. I've been down
1: that route before.
0: <laughs> Did you pick up any new skills in lockdown?
1: Gardening, actually. Our garden has never looked better. Uh, OK. So, so particularly that period last year where there was no sport going on, where I tend to want to watch my football and the cricket. I was, what shall I do? I've got no sport to watch them. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, so managed to uh, really get the garden improved and a bit of a few bits of DIY as well as I've gone along. So so yeah, things like that. Actually, I've I've, uh, I'm quite proud of how the garden garden looks these days. And uh, and and, yeah, definitely uh, something that I was never really a garden person before. Any other skills? No, not really. I'm cycling more than I've ever done before. Mm -hmm. So feel a lot an 80 miler on Fridays. Walk in the park. Five years ago. Mm. now it's just a normal bike ride that I can feel as I can just get out that's really that's lovely uh, to
0: hear that is and you are looking really really well
1: well I feel yeah yeah I've been had two uh, two days out the cricket I'm feeling uh, (laughs) not not as fit as I maybe should (laughs) do but yeah yeah I I, I really do enjoy that and also there's a social side as well where I've got Mm a really good couple of mates very similar interests and perspective in life that I get out with so for those four hours on a Sunday morning it just is a nice sort of social catch-up yeah. as well as you doing a bit of good for yourself as well Definitely. rather than meeting up in a pub. Yeah. Which I do, <laughs> do it Sunday well. afternoon. <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> I'll go home and shower yeah. first.
1: Yeah, and then do, and do all the good work <laughs> yeah. that I've done in the morning.
0: But at least it was done.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Rather yeah, than the other right. way Yeah, Getting back to way a, a neutral position.
0: Yeah. Um, one of my questions I wanted to ask you, and I probably should have asked you before. When I was younger, I always wanted to be a PA in the music business because I thought music and events and concerts were like the best ever and it looked amazing to work for and Mm. and that kind of thing but i'd love to know what celebrity is the most annoying that you've come across
1: that's the uh that's that's always the (laughs) the the industry yeah (laughs) i i I would never ever name names no of course there's been one or two tricky ones over the time uh it's been interesting requests and interesting things that uh uh, that we faced. I mean, uh, the challenge tends to come not from the artist because the artist is generally looked after by the production and, and of course, artist yeah, management. their own team and then and you've stuff. got the promoter and then you've got the venue delivering the show and we're very much focused on the front of house and the audience and, and, and it yes. tends to be, the challenge tends to be more, the audience profile might have a more challenging aspect to them rather than the actual artist.
0: Okay, themselves. oh, interesting. Uh,
1: yeah. Have or, a,
0: I... or a strange request. What's the strangest request that you've had? Had to fulfil.
1: I'm not going to name the artist, but we had one where we had to have a. where well, there was a toilet that was on the corner of the stage in a discreet location, uh, in case uh, that particular artist was caught short. But uh, I remember a particular artist. Actually, this is one of my favourite ones. A, uh, a, a particular artist who was from the sort of urban music centre uh, sector, who uh, wanted to have a barbecue backstage <laughs> with some of his entourage <laughs> before the show. And asked us where could they get a bar- barbecue so we, we gave them some garden center locations and he sent one of the runners off to go in buy a barbecue and there was me thinking it was going to be a really high-end uh big sort of impressive <laughs> barbecue and, and he, they invited we, we were concerned about what the fire of course yeah be. Um, gave yeah. them an area where they could have this barbecue uh, outside and also there was a uh, the security aspects of uh, because it was just outside the backstage area if, yeah. if any of
0: yeah, it spotted, yeah. And
1: it could create a bit of a security issue so mm. we got a call yeah the, the barbecue has arrived there's this they're going to light it up could we come down and uh, check that it was all okay and uh we got there and, and it was the artist's uncle who was sort of coordinating what was going on and this is a really i mean i'm talking a really cool
0: edgy <laughs> artist
1: and they've got those you know the uh, disposable barbecues yeah. you get from uh B&Q. He got five or six of those, and he, he was trying to light them with a lighter, right? and, it, I mean, it was just the most amateurish barbecue I've ever seen. <laughs> and, yeah, and he couldn't get it to light. And oh, uh, no. and, and so, yeah, this, from this vision that I had it was going to be a really cool uh, of lights. <laughs> One and, of those uh, Weber yeah, ones. Yeah, and a chef and out there, and <laughs> there he is trying to light some very, very dubious-looking b- disposable barbecues. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that oh, always maybe oh that's
0: quite funny. That is quite funny.
1: Yeah. And whenever I see that artist now on TV, on <laughs> yeah. their music channels, <laughs> yeah. all I ever think about is that barbecue. Disposable barbecues, <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, so on the uh, topic of barbecues, are you the chef when it comes to, to barbecuing, or, oh, yes. or is Louise the chef?
1: Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, so in our garden patio, the, actually this was pre-pandemic, I've got a sign, we've got a, a, a wooden sort of gazeboed, Space where the barbecue sits
0: underneath. Oh, okay, With yeah. a sign
1: over it, which I got for Father's Day a couple <laughs> of years ago. Guys Grill.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I am always uh, in charge of the barbecue. Oh, I see. I've invested in a decent uh, barbecue. Uh, yeah. I, I was always of the view that a gas barbecue was a cop out, was not a real barbecue. Okay. So we went on, on holiday about three or four years ago, and they had Weber gas barbecues mm-hmm. within the lodge. and tried it i was like this is so much easier <laughs> and it tastes the same and it's, it does so yeah so in yeah. weeks we'd got one at home and so, <laughs> so yeah i've got a, a good friend of mine who's friends of Novus, uh, uh, greg kirby who uh he uh, uh when he f- learned that i got a gas barbecue just wasn't
0: impressed at all no uh, i can
1: I, imagine I, 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 yeah i'll stand by the the aussies apparently are into their gas barbecues if they're into it that's good enough
0: yeah yeah did you see greg at the cricket
1: I didn't, he was in a different part of the oh, grounds, okay. but uh, yeah, we did exchange messages.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. I imagine there might have been a, the odd spare word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, perhaps. absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so when you're um, loading up your burgers or your uh, hot dogs, are you a red or a brown sauce?
1: Brown sauce every day of the week. Really? Even, even on a hot dog? Even on a hot dog, brown sauce, yeah, the sauce of choice. Formerly Birmingham uh, made as well, which uh, really uh, hurt me when they moved it off, I think, to Holland for, to mm. make near, you know, near Villa Park. So that was uh, somewhere I'd always see every time I went to a, oh, a, a, a game. But yeah, brown sauce on a bacon butty on a hot dog. Yeah. I, I do have a bit of barbecue sauce, so that's brown as well. But oh. uh, I like my barbecue sauce as well as a bit of a side. But yeah, but, uh, HP is my brown sauce.
0: Go to. Of so it's a weapon of choice. Yeah. Do you have any other favourite foods? I like my
1: food too much. That's
0: that's <laughs> partly
1: why I need to get out on the bike a bit more often. Uh, the, uh, often. But uh, yeah, I love Korea, I love, curry, I love uh, Chinese, all the things that are bad for you. We, we now, Louise uh, gets, uh, uh, we have our meals Monday to Thursday from Gusto. Oh, okay, Gusteau, yeah, yeah. So yeah. our box arrives on a Monday, and we have you know, different meals every day, and we don't sort of tend to too much of the same thing yeah. regularly oh, so, fab. so that's I, I love that now because it's, it's pretty healthy it's all you know cooked from well uh, organized fresh as well, isn't and it? it's well organized although there's the odd occasion where louise says right i'm i'm out of all the hairdressers coming around i've got you know so you mm. need to do it And <laughs> I, it, it, i'm usually not to think not stressed too easily but that it really stresses me out because too many instructions and too many moving parts and too many things going on yeah so uh yeah
0: I was like, going to say, as much as you are a very well-organised person and spin lots of plates and wear lots of hats, I suppose when you are given a list of of whatever and you ha- you have to do that one before you can move to the next one, um, yeah. and you don't know what that end result is, and you're not part of that end result, it's a, it's a tricky process. It
1: is, yeah. I like, you know, I like to, when I'm planning something out, plan it out, work it out, are there any different ways of doing it, and then... Mm. Bounce it off one or two people. This is yeah. the way we do our business, and then and then we get on with it. Whereas, yeah, just having those instructions, you've got to follow it. And it's yeah, it's it's, it's a bit maybe bit too much mo- too modular for yeah. me. I like to be getting a bit creative and try my own things.
0: Maybe you should have just looked at the picture, looked at the title, and then gone and then work yeah, it out. Yeah, it. yeah, that's more <laughs> that, that might yeah. have been a better yeah. option. But anyway, we'll see. A... <laughs> Was there anything that you were forced to eat as a child that you can't eat as an adult? Uh, I've, I've, I've,
1: there's not many things that I don't like, but there are okay. three things that I really, really dislike. So goat's cheese.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm surprised.
1: Honey. Okay. And mustard, and, and also mustard. lilies uh, give me a really, really adverse <laughs> allergic reaction. And we went to a dinner at friends a few years ago. That I don't think will be. I don't know whether they'll be uh, listening to the <laughs> podcast. So I can, and. We had goat's cheese tart to start. Oh, no. Chicken and a honey and mustard sauce. And there were a, a bunch of lilies on the table. And I was convinced that Louise had tipped them off <laughs> and it was a test for me or all <laughs> either that or they were trying to kill me off. So, uh, but, yeah, but, but generally, the food-wise, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I like no, to, you know, when to go to different countries, I like to try the delicacies and try the local foods mm. and whatever, and I tend to like pretty much anything that's thrown at me.
0: so holidays and traveling will you go abroad again
1: yeah we love our holidays and traveling mm. and yeah, a couple of years ago i did a californian road trip and that seems like a really long time ago now and okay yeah. i was wrong, so, 22 years ago we managed to get to portugal last summer we've got a holiday booked in portugal
0: okay oh
1: end of july early august that uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago <laughs> paid the balance for the villa thinking well it's on the green list it's all looking good mm. so yeah, we'll just have to sit tight and see what happens. Mm. Uh, I've got a plan B if we can't get over there uh, that uh, I don't think is exciting, uh, <laughs> the family, but <laughs> it is a plan B. But, you know, we've all got to just do what's what's yeah, necessary, haven't yeah. we? So hopefully. And it's,
0: it might be far enough away that Portugal goes back onto the green list, perhaps? It,
1: it may do. I mean, yeah, every day is different, isn't it? And every day changes, but, mm. you know, we need to do what's right. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see what we get down. closer. And if not, then it might be uh, camping in the northern... Highlands of Scotland or something like that, which I definitely won't be up. Louise won't sign that one off. No, I don't think she will. We'll, we'll see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, that will be... Right, your bag's at the door. Yes. If you want to go on that holiday, off you go now. I'll be on my own,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 Might not be a bad thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that. Or I can grass you up to Yeah, yeah I was going
1: to say uh, I want my legs in the morning, so maybe uh, edit <laughs> yeah.
0: that Yeah, <with> <laughs> well, we'll save that one. <laughs> Would you say um, your road trip in California was... Maybe your favourite holiday that you've ever done?
1: Yeah, definitely. It was uh, just, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. It took, yeah, you know, I, I planned it again with all these things. I planned it uh, uh, with you know, Louise. We sat down and we you know, worked out what the route would be, where we wanted yeah. to go. Started off in San Francisco, Yosemite, Vegas, Grand Canyon, wow. Beverly Hills, and then had finished in Huntington Beach. And yeah, it was just the most fantastic holiday. And the, the thing I like about a holiday like that, is that because you're doing different things every day and you're seeing things and i enjoy driving as well yeah. so seeing, seeing things from the car even i switched off straight away you know as soon oh, as i was that's out there really you know, good. Yeah, we, we landed in san francisco late afternoon and we were on the first alcatraz ferry at whatever time it was first thing the next morning 8 8 30 in the morning so we were straight into the holiday yeah and yeah just doing things experiencing things and seeing things like that it, it was the best type of holiday for me yeah. it was,
0: is it important for you to switch off?
1: Yeah, it, it, I, I do You know, place a lot of uh, focus on my main two-week holiday in the summer being the holiday where I do switch off. Yeah. Uh, during the year, yeah, I have a time off but tend to just keep in, involved in things and keep an eye on things. <laughs> yeah, and it's still in my role. I still have to do that when I'm uh, away on the main holiday. But that's the two weeks where you feel as though you can really just get that quality time with the family and also the proper switch off time. And I've got a great team keep things uh, you know, going throughout the year. So yeah. those two weeks, you know, they know that uh, yeah, they can yes. make sure things are looked after and also do check-in, I know that it's, we're in good hands as yeah, we are definitely.
0: If, uh, if you could go back in time, would you?
1: Yeah, there's uh, yeah, 26th of May 1982. Uh, I'll definitely go back to that day, okay. which is when Villa won the European Cup.
0: Ah, OK. I thought uh, it might be Villa-related. Yeah,
1: so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't change anything, you know, that, that I, I'm one of these, I uh, have you know, no regrets, everything that I've done has been done for a reason, and uh, where I am now, I'm happy with my life and happy with the job I'm in, wonderful family, and uh, uh, yeah, so, so I wouldn't go back in time to change anything, but I've had so many great experiences and great moments and great things that have happened in my life that, uh, yeah, I just want to go back and re-experience yeah. them, and, and uh, yeah, just... Uh, you know, on Saturdays with a couple of old schoolmates uh, still in touch with, and uh, and they came back uh, to, to mine. We sat in the garden, and it was just great reminiscing and uh, and, and, and going through all the things yeah. that we, we've done and what we're doing now. And yeah, so, oh, that's so great. Going back in time would be uh, yeah, and actually yeah, I'm sure if you had that chance to do it for things before I was around, I'd be yeah, it'd be great to go and see sort of a back to the future kind of thing yeah
0: it would be great wouldn't it as long as nothing changed and no. you know and no no one was harmed in the process or yeah. anything like that it would be great yeah, yeah there'd, be, there'd be a few so you are a very avid Aston Villa fan
1: I am yes yeah
0: life lifelong supporter
1: yeah I was uh born into it my dad uh was a, a big Villa fan okay. so my brother and I have uh, followed on with that so I've been going down there since I was five six years old and uh been a season ticket holder holder since i was uh, in my teens had a little bit of a gap when i went to london to university but i was a member of the london supporters club so okay. I, to, I used to get up to most games anyway even though i didn't have a season ticket when i was standing in london mm. so yeah uh harry my son's now a season ticket holder with me so enjoying it, Passing it him through as well. yeah so it's wow. given me a lot of frustration <laughs> despair <laughs> anger but also yeah a lot of joy the, and and, and we're, we're now moving in the right direction with we're, we're uh, we've had a couple of seasons of improvement and uh, it's exciting times to be a villa fan
0: oh excellent so they're doing okay are they
1: yeah we did we, we, we finished the 11th last season in the in the Premier League having just stayed up the previous year and got getting promoted the year before that so each season we over the last three four years we've improved mm. from the previous season and we've just spent a 35 million on a new uh, uh transfer record on a new player so I think you know I think we will be pushing into the next sort of uh, into the top half of the Premier League over the, course of the next season so yeah we are in good shape
0: that is really good be- because lots of businesses lots of organizations lots of companies have all gathered casualties throughout the last year yeah and the football season wasn't quite as it normally is yeah so to be in a really good position now reflecting on the previous season season, Aston Villa are doing all right.
1: Yeah, they, they, actually, I mean, it does reflect a, a lot of businesses in that Villa, Villa are now really well run, uh, they're owned by uh, owners who've got ambition, but mm. also they've got a plan in place, so they've not just come in and looked at it from a, we need to be at the top Especially of the Premier right, League, actually. they've invested in the, uh, the the training ground, they've invested in the youth infrastructure, which is so mm. important. In, in, yeah, I had, se- to, I had uh, seen yeah, that, actually. Yeah, so it's, uh, and then... Yeah, they've got plans and a vision for the stadium, but you know they, they will only do that if the team are performing on the uh, on the pitch and the mm. fans are uh, are coming. So the season ticket sales now, I think, are pretty much they were sold out the last full season. The demand for them, since they put them back on sale a couple of weeks ago, is higher than ever before. Oh, so the, the, there's a waiting list now that's higher than ever before, which points to the next stage of development for the for the club. But that's the same as any business, you know, if you're well run. You will deal with a crisis and come yeah. out of that crisis better, uh, yeah, b- 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 better for it. You you will survive a crisis because you are well structured and well run, and you have all the right uh, all the right components in place. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I think it's a lesson for any business that yeah uh, get, get things uh, in shape and make mm. sure you're running your business because a crisis an unforeseen crisis might be around the corner, and that's how
0: you then definitely respond yeah. to it the most effectively. Yeah, completely agree. Now. Guy, before you go and have your meeting with Chris, I want to hear about the earthquake story.
1: Oh, blimey, right. Okay, That's uh, yeah. so uh, I was at a conference in Anaheim in, uh, in, in Los Angeles Okay. quite a few years ago. And uh, it was on the last day of the conference, actually, and I just popped back and sent a couple of emails uh, from my room, which was at the top floor of a glass-towered hotel, the Hilton in Anaheim. Oh, God. About 11 in the morning. And I've, as I'm typing away, the most violent jolt building and, and i sort of jumped from my uh, from a seat and then the the whole building was was swaying from one side to the Uh-oh, other oh
0: my god
1: and i'm swearing and <laughs> shouting on my own in the room not knowing what the hell was going on and then very quickly thought this is uh, an earthquake i'm in california i mean it's an earthquake i'm on the phone to my wife to, to louise now i think it's about eight nine hours difference there so it would have been seven eight o'clock in the evening over uh, back home uh, so she's picked up a call from me, and I'm swearing, at, oh, "I'm in an earthquake! I'm in an earthquake!" Uh, oh, and then, and then I looked out, and there were lots of people looking up at the uh, at the tower, which I'm on the top floor of. And I'm thinking, "Is it uh, is there something that
0: they can see? see the yeah.
1: The thing that really st- was, was the scariest thing at the time was the drawers in the uh, chest of drawers were oh, going yeah. were going in and out. <laughs> the wardrobe doors were flapping open but it was the sound of the seal creaking uh so oh i'm sure you've got a few structural mm. engineers who know uh, better than me but you know it was like uh, <coughs> which uh, as it was slowing down the the, the creaking sound of the building was still there and i was just thinking is this thing in a sh- uh, yeah sh- so i went on a wander then and uh <laughs> once it started it came with the pa saying there's been an earthquake there's no need to uh but I thought I'm not standing up here. There's too many people <laughs> looking up at the building, and yeah, I, 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 need to be to, I need to get down onto <laughs> ground earth. So I, I, I walked down, and uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, a very, very surreal moment. And it was 5.8, if I remember right. Oh. And the reason why the building swayed so much is yeah, when I sort of looked into it a bit more, is I think the, the, the building was built on some sort of roller, uh, which makes it earthquake proof, but makes the motion and the swaying oh. feel more <laughs> exaggerated than it oh. may have done if we were in just a standard tower block. But oh uh, wow, yeah. it, it's uh, it's one that I'll never forget.
0: Yeah,
1: and, uh, and I was yeah when we were back in California. I thinking, gonna
0: yeah, is it going to happen? Didn't again? tell anyone else
1: in the family that it might happen. But yeah, and got uh, advice next time you've got to jump under door under a door frame. That's the uh, right okay. safest place to be. We or in the bathroom, I think it was the other. Uh, so yeah, door oh. frame. So the bathroom is probably the place top to... Top uh, tips
0: to, there, to, everybody, to, to, to if you're ever...
1: When you're on the top floor of a glass yeah. tower. Building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I survived. I'm here to tell the tale. So You
0: certainly are. Yeah. So thank you very much for your time today, Guy. You're welcome. And enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thank you.